This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Scarlett Hildebeidel talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me as always are Scarlett and Dave. Guys, it is fall. It, it is autumn. It's official. Autumn. Officially. Yeah. Yes. Can you hear the, the, the fire in the background? Not like California wildfires. I'm talking like it's a too nice, soon for that, Dave. Too a nice soon. fire. Let, crackling. That is con- um, crackling. Yes. Yes. Good conversation. We're having a book mm. talk around a fire pit mm. right now, right? That's in a, right. In a, in a backyard. Uh, not like a creepy. But not a dumpster fire. Not a dumpster <laughs> fire and not a creepy campfire like where like people get murdered in the movie uh we don't want that we're talking a nice peaceful book conversation around a campfire there we go that's fantastic thank you you're being really clear about the vibes that's good and helpful dave i think it's important we set that tone um for our listeners it's about them not us that's true most definitely because the last thing that we want to be talking about is things are going to make people just are going to disturb everybody so you know, but, uh, but you know, one of the things that I'm most thankful for right now is the fact that it's not a thousand degrees outside. It's not. I saw you, uh, repost something about, you know, it was like four years ago. It was like 102 degrees in the first day of autumn in Nashville. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's That's right. uh, So uh, everything else may be going wrong in 2020, but we got one silver lining right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no, I'll give you, I'll give you another silver lining is that my daughter Madeline is still in geography class. She is still studying Canada. Nice. When I think of Canada this part of year, I definitely think fall. I, you know, in like a week, it's going to be like extreme winter, like extreme, not just winter, but extreme winter. Okay, You're not right? wrong. I'm Depending not on wrong. the province. I'm not. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, uh, and so she's learning all of the provinces. So is there any song to help them learn the provinces? If there is, I don't know it. Okay. Can you name them all? Can I name them all? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Actually, oh, gosh. Scarlett, this is fun. We're actually, we've, <laughs> so already, fun. we've already tested him to see if sure. he could qualify to be an American. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but now is he actually a Canadian? That's why I refer to Do you want the territories, that. too? Um, sure. Uh, yeah. If you can do all the above, I'm looking at them right now and I learned there's kind of a newer one in the past 20 years, correct? Yes. That is one of the new territories. That's correct. Can you pronounce it? What? Nunavut? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm no slouch. So British Columbia. Okay. So let's go West coast to East coast. Okay. Are you cheating? Are you cheating right now? No, you're not. Okay. No. Right. So British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, Newfoundland, Yukon, or technically Yukon Territories, Northwest Territories, Nunavut. Okay, so I saw this thing that's a lie detector thing, and it said if you look up to the, I think it was to the right, is that right? Then you're trying to remember something, but if you look up to the left, you're lying, or it might be backwards. So, Aaron, I was uh-huh. looking at your eyes, and I think that that all checked out. I think you were telling the truth, and you were not cheating. 
I was 100% not cheating. I was counting them on my on my fingers to make sure that I got all 10 plus 3 tr- plus 3. Okay. So, we'll okay. need a fact checker to let us know which direction means lying. I think it's No, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you were lying. I'm going to I wasn't lying. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I got to know what's going on here. Man, none of it. None of it. I need to keep none of it. None of it. None of it. None of it. Yes, no I got lives. them all. I got all of them. You you did, I think. Did you say I did Saint not? Saint, Saint John is, is a is a city. Okay, sorry. I'm looking at a map. I can't tell what's going on here. It says Newfoundland and Labrador. Yes. Correct? Yes. So okay. the the so you can either you can either just say Newfoundland, or you can say New, Newfoundland and Labrador. So Labrador is uh, the um, is the piece of the province that is actually attached to the mainland, but Newfoundland is the island. Right. Okay, I understand. Yes. Why didn't Quebec get all of it then? I'm looking on here and I'm just confused. Because they didn't. Because because the the, the French just get pushed around in Canada. I've noticed that. <laughs> There's a lot of animosity. That's true. <laughs> that's one. That's another thing I've been reading a lot about with her. <laughs> so I know Malin keeps wondering why I want to help her with the geography. I'm like, no, this is Canadian. I want to learn. <laughs> I get, look. I loaned you my the Canadian history for dummies book. Thank you, and it was lovely. But I didn't. But, but... <laughs> lovely. <laughs> it yeah. gave you a much more violent picture it, of what happened. I know it is for a country without a mission statement. It's still a very violent place. There's that's right. But we had a functioning alcoholic for our first prime minister. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. right. He okay. would he would come to Parliament loaded and okay. uh, <laughs> get sick wow. and be fine, and then keep going. It's all part, all part of the experience. That's as long right. as you can like push that. through, keep going. You know, that's what 2020's taught us, right? Is uh, you just push Your through and you minister. keep going. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, regardless, wherever you are in life, uh, yeah. just keep keep going. Like this podcast, yeah. we just keep going. Just gonna keep going. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Okay, so we're gonna all talk right. about books uh, to read during autumn. Yes. So there's a couple of autumn books that I'm very excited about right now. They're not autumn themed per se, but yeah, what, what, what's the, what's, what, what qualifies to be an autumn book? Should we define that first? Scarlett, like, do you have something in your head? So I have something in my head. Like I have a list I'll talk about, but I was thinking mm-hmm. books that are classics. I was thinking books that are like schooly, like to kill a mockingbird, catcher in the rye books you read when you were in school. Um, I was thinking Anne of Green Gables, you mm. mentioned Prince Edward Island. Yes. Um, books that you'd re- want to read when you're like cozy in front of a warm, safe fire that is not a dangerous, <laughs> spooky fire. Um, that was, and then I also thought, I also thought of scary books like um, yeah. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah. You know, October. Um, I don't know. What do y'all think? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think those are I think those are that's those are great criteria for for thinking through what counts as a as an autumn book. Um, certainly, I think that there are. I think there's a few different few different approaches. Some of it is just down to did it come out in the autumn? Then it counts. It's kind mm-hmm. of like it's kind of like how Die Hard is a Christmas movie because it takes place at Christmas time. Right. And it's central what, to the plot. You're, 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 yeah, you're, you're on the edge of heresy. I can tell. <laughs> you, I can see what you're trying to do, and you're, you shall not go that way. 
no, nope, uh-huh. nope. uh-huh. but but it is our favorite Christmas movie. Moving on. So um, mm. anyway, um, so did it come out? Does it have more? Does it have kind of a flavor that fits with the vibe of of fall here in Middle Tennessee uh, for us, and fall wherever you live, or autumn wherever you live? I like how you say autumn. You say it very fancy. Autumn. 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 <laughs> autumn. autumn. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that, how I say autumn. Now I'm going to be really insecure. Sorry. <laughs> no. no, it's a good, I like it. No, it's a good way. So a couple, so those are, that's just kind of where I go, Dave. What about you? Well, um, I, I agree on everything you've said so far. I, uh, uh, you know, it's the one about like the horror genre, which I don't read usually. I, I We compliment Stephen King a lot, but it doesn't necessarily mean I read all of his books. I love, I love his style and I like a lot of his stories it doesn't mean I want to read that all the time. Um, but, you know, my um, uh, Madeline also, I keep using her as an example. You know, she, she, we haven't like gotten her in, intentionally to get into horror films. I, I just, I, when I was a kid in middle school, that's what boys would do on sleepovers. They'd watch horror films. We didn't read any books then, of course, but we watched horror films and we thought was that that was the thing you did. I just, yeah, I mean, I think they're funny in some ways because they are kind of just stupid, but uh, it doesn't mean I want to read about it because I don't like going to bed scared either. But I do like an occasionally a good ghost story since we're still around our proverbial campfire right now. <laughs> but I don't want to read 400 pages on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's it. So that's why I would say like, I like that com- it. Uh, is about a comfortable book you know it's about that one that feels like home and and that's whatever is comfortable you in that context so i'll kind of like go into it so an example like a sports book well yeah you should read friday night lights you know i mean of course it's a great tv show and movie but like the book's tremendous buzz bissinger i know aaron's shaking his head he doesn't know what sports are but um but that's (laughs) i read the book you did friday night lights Yeah. yeah okay Okay. Do you learn about that the football game? I learned about the football about the feet ball. Yeah, and the feet ball. The okay. feet ball. Feet ball. Right. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, Aaron, I'll one up you right there because I'll, I'll, I'll old Nick Hornby Fever Pitch, which mm-hmm. is a great soccer book slash movie. Of course, the real football, as Nick Hornby would probably tell us. I, I think about autumn and that even though i know it, it's kind of like a full year of a season of arsenal right in his personal life and <laughs> touch it i don't know the point is like these books have to feel just comfortable yeah you know like a like that jacket you look forward to putting on in when, when you get the when the air gets crisp and it's like just comfortable um that's what i love about this time of year sunday we didn't do much a lot now we church online man we just were on the couch just reading talking relaxing had the doors open windows open you know we're reading working on some homework just it was nice you know it was mm-hmm. just comfortable so that's what i think about um, yeah nostalgic nostalgic books yeah mm-hmm. books yeah. you want to read over and over yep yeah it's a good time to do that yeah i like that aaron did aaron did you do a shout out on twitter asking people about it you know what it actually was was our good friend richard harbison who gave the shout out on this it was his idea that was his idea so thank you thank you dear listener so there you go this is this is real-time responsiveness to 
to the folks that listen to this show? Well, because they were they were feeling it as well. They're feeling good. Said, let's talk about autumn books. That's right. That's autumn. right. Autumn. 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 <laughs> now, to be fair, to be fair, Richard said fall, and Dave nice? responded, "Autumn." Autumn. Fall. Autumn. But doesn't Richard lives in New Orleans, right? He sure does. So it's like 120 degrees there, right? Absolutely. Uh, so it, he's reading summertime books. He's reading summertime books. He's reading like swampy books. I don't know what that means besides Sounds <laughs> think gross. of swamps in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just no. think, yeah, Louisiana. I think like um, <laughs> I almost said Midnight in the Garden of the Good and Evil, but that's that's uh, that's, that's Charles, Georgia, isn't it? Georgia, Charles, not Charleston. It's um, Savannah, Savannah, Savannah. Isn't it Savannah? I think it's based. Oh, I don't know. I, it's been a long time since I read that book. I've never eight, read it. I was yeah. 18 when I read that. Wow. And I haven't read it since, but it was good. Okay. It was dark, okay. but it was yeah. good. All right. So let's go back to Scarlet. Scarlet, you said there's some some books that 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 you like reading that, that are like putting on that nice warm jacket when the mm-hmm. air gets crisp and we're around the campfire. What yeah. what, what are those books? I love all this um, autumn imagery that you have today, Dave. Um, well, so I think I said this on an earlier episode. I'm not really a book rereader, hardly at all. I don't hardly ever reread books. The exceptions would be, and I think I've also said this on one episode, when I read The Scarlet Pimpernel in high school, I loved it so much because it was romantic and I loved it. And it had my name in it. So, yes. <laughs> um, but I I read that one a lot. Um Honestly, like, other than some, like, formative Christian books, you know, I don't really return to fiction very much. Like, I remember fiction books I've loved, but, and, like, I I think I said Catcher in the Rye. I haven't read that book since, in, like, 15 years, probably. I -hmm. I know I loved it (laughs) as a young adult. Um, I don't know if I'd still love it today, but I think I'd be nostalgic reading it because, um that was a book that made me love reading. I think we talked about that before because it was um, yes. casual and I hadn't read anything casual yet. Sure. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird, I'd say is for sure a fall, a nostalgic fall classic, wonderful book. I yeah. should reread again, but I haven't in a long time. Um, and, it, and it takes place then because uh, I just know the final scene is when they're trick-or-treating, right? Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, you know, my favorite books are like comedy books. So I've read one of Seinfeld's books a bunch of times. I've read Dad is Fat multiple times. <laughs> Comforting Fall, <laughs> Dad is Fat by Jim Gaffigan. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, sorry. That's not a good answer. I just don't tend to reread books. Of the adults in our house, I am the rereader. So our kids reread stuff all the time. But Emily's like, Emily is generally a one and done as well. And so the library is a much better choice for her than actually purchasing books. So, okay. So I get it. Um, You know, some of the ones that I really enjoy, um, I really enjoy. I felt like, you know, Virgil Wander was a good fall book. I think that was one that you mentioned uh, a long, long time ago when we when we were looking at that, uh, when we were looking at and talking to uh, Leifanger as well, um, that was definitely that was definitely on there. Um, does Little Women take place in the fall, or is it just? Well, it's like winter when it starts. I was yeah. going to mention Little Women. I love that so much. And yes, what a yeah. great 
seasonal book. It's Christmas time when it starts. Yeah. Isn't it? Am I right? Um, yeah, because the dad so, is maybe. out to war and he the girls are having Christmas without him and they bring the food to the family that doesn't have enough food. Right. Have enough food. Yes. Yeah, it's for sure starts in Christmas. But there's, you know, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think her book gets published in autumn, doesn't it? Or is that wrong? I don't remember. You know, one that is one that is an a more or less autumn release um you know by the time a copy actually shows up at my house it'll be autumn um is a brand new book by frederick backman or Bachman. i saw this post of yours yeah mm-hmm. tell, tell, tell us so you have read it so far um well i've got the audiobook um going in audible right now but um but I have, uh, but I'm, I'm getting my, I know I'm going to get myself a physical copy of this as well. But, uh, it had I a mean, great title. What is it again? Anxious People. Such a good title. It's a great title. So here is the, hmm. so here is the back cover copy, courtesy of our good friends at Amazon.com. <laughs> Um, here's what it says. So looking at real estate isn't usually a life or death situation, but an apartment open house becomes just that when a failed bank robber bursts in and takes a group of strangers hostage. The captives include a recently retired couple who relentlessly hunt down fixer uppers to avoid the painful truth that they can't fix their own marriage. There's a wealthy bank director who's been too busy to care about anyone else and a young couple who are about to have their first child but can't seem to agree on anything from what where they want to live to how they met in the first place. Add to the mix an 87-year-old woman who's who's lived long enough to not be afraid of any of someone waving a gun in her face, a flustered but still ready ready to make a deal real estate agent, and a mystery man who's locked himself in the bathroom in the apartment's only bathroom, and you've got the worst group of hostages in the world. <laughs> that is amazing, right there. First group of hostages in the world. In the world. In the world. So I mean, <laughs> I um. Yeah, I am super psyched about this one. I am a whopping eight minutes into the audiobook, and it's already <laughs> terrific. But um, but I'm but I'm digging it a lot, and so I'm looking forward to seeing how this all like how it kind of all shakes out. So okay, yeah, all so right. that one's gonna be fun. Um, but that released that released last week um, in September, so it was still technically summer then. But for all intents and purposes, it's fall. So, sure, yeah. yeah. Um, another one, though. This is another. This is another new release that um, falls into the fall into the autumn category because of its release timeline. So uh, today, so the day today being September twenty second, I pre ordered the next book from SD Smith, who is the author of the Green Ember series of books which are lovely and delightful so i just pre-ordered the archer's cup which is part of a side series that's connected to the green ember series um, which is his big um his big his big epic story um and so it is the third in these mini books that he that he's written and uh they've all been really good they're nice punchy uh, punchy adventure stories with uh, anthropomorphized rabbits. So, <laughs> right. I mean, just this is just imagine same... Puffy with a sword. 
Scarlet. Pretty amazing. Puffy's the best, man. <laughs> He's so great. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm thinking about our podcast from last week and <laughs> like, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Part two. <laughs> Look, hey, I can uh, I cannot help my nerdiness, okay? I this is this is why I do I, what I do. I love it. No, I love it. And by the way, Scarlett, have you been able to convince your uh, house spouse uh, to join us for a more in-depth uh, fantasy science fiction discussion? Hey, I I believe that I put that responsibility on you too because I already tried and I think that the plan was y'all are just going to calendar invite him and assume <laughs> that he's going to come. <laughs> That's fair. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> anyway, Brandon, I don't know when he's going to be on. Let's just, hey, listeners, uh, at BM Hiltabidal on Twitter, just really just put the pressure on. Harass him until he admits that he wants to be on this show with us for an yes. episode to talk Start about dragons. Yes. Dragons. Yes. Dragons. I, I mean, but I, I do. I, I do want to hear from all of you on that show about uh, the types of fancy books that anyone could get into or should get into in some way. Mm-hmm. Because clearly, like, Game of Thrones has, you know, for better word, I've never watched any of it, by the way. I just know, like, but if it's captured so many different people who are into that type of genre, like, it, it, it has to hit new people to be able to scale. Um so I know that's a show versus actually reading about it, but still, I, I just would love recommendations. They do. There, there were, yeah. there is a series of books that is incomplete. Yeah, no, no, I know that. But I mean, um, but so the question is the people reading the books, I would presume that they're into the, that genre. Am I, am I, is that wrong? Um, they're at least into that particular series. So okay. they're open okay. to that genre, genre, but so, um, so that could that could be the only in that genre could that they're probably reading. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, imagine the imagine the Lord of the Rings without any undergirding un, undergirding morality, um, where it's just the Book of Judges the whole time, and uh, and you kind of get that, right. So that would be, um, so that would be that that would be the uh, a way to look at it anyway. Whether it's the best way to look at it is another another discussion altogether. But right, okay. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Verge of Wander earlier because I've been uh, wanting to reread it, and I feel like this fall is a good time. So mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, it, you know, it's one of those. It's been a few years, I think, and. Uh, we talked about it plenty. I loved it then, and I'd like to reread it. So that's on my list. Scarlett, there's an, uh, you started kind of getting into this, uh, you know, a lot of writers in the mid-20th century. You know, I was thinking to The Outsiders by S.E. Hinton, Hinton um, which, you know, we did you, Aaron, did you have to read that growing up? No, but my sister loved the movie yeah. so much. Did when she we like kids. the boys in the movie, or did she, she just, just like the movie? She okay. liked the movie so much, and she had a. Co- I remember she had a copy of the book as well. Yeah. Um, she watched it so much that I just could not handle it at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. Scarlett. Yeah. Did you did you have to read that growing up? I didn't have to read that. Okay. No. 
You know, it's funny. My sister did, but I don't remember having to, but I know I read it at some point. There's another Essie Hinton book, which is escaping me because there was kind of, uh, it'll come to me as I'm searching, of course. Um, Rumblefish was the other one. That's right. I feel like there's one more, but I guess The Outsiders is like the one that was really big for her. So there you go. Susan Eloise Hinton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never knew what her SC stood for. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, there we go. We learned something, folks. That's there right. Is. Isn't it great that we learn things even from each other on this podcast? That's, you know what? I appreciate you all. I do. That's right. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to throw out The Giver by Lois oh, yeah. Lowry. She's wonderful. Sure. I about I that I don't know why it makes me think of fall. It just, I, it just kind of fits in that comfortable. Like I just, you know, you love a story and it's, um, there's just something about it that just makes me think of it in the fall. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but I really enjoy that book. Good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, most of the Longmire books take place in and around either fall or winter. It okay. seems. Yeah. And so there's a bunch of because there are a bunch of them that are Christmas stories as well, which is which is interesting. Yeah. So uh, the one that I was listening, the one that I was reading most recently, uh, any other name, that one takes place at New Year's. So that's fun. Did not know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Gone okay. with the Wind is a good one. I have not read the book, but uh, it is a book, and I think that that's a good. <laughs> I would recommend it. Though I haven't read it, nice. So I know I, I I have not. I feel like I need to as well. Um, it's long. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book <laughs> probably takes as long. It's no, never mind. I quit the podcast right now. This is it. No, don't do that. <laughs> the movie is very long. So is the book. <laughs> That's what I was trying to I say. Know. I know. Uh, by the way, um, I have to. I, I got to mention a movie. I finally saw Peanut Butter Falcon this past okay. weekend. Did you all watch it? No. I have not. Is it an it autumn is, movie? It. Um, <laughs> no, it's more of a summer movie. I oh, think. then we can't talk about it now. No, 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 no. But hold on. Here's why it's so great. And but it's on Netflix or Amazon Prime. I can't remember. Whatever. It's on one of those. But you know what? I loved it for a few different reasons. A, it follows the whole Huckleberry Finn. You know, they're escaping, they're going down river or, you know, the Carolina, you know, tide waters, you know, in it. Mm-hmm. But um, it's also only an hour and a half. Do you remember when movies used to be an hour and a half? <laughs> yes. No, I'm serious. Yes. Good, like, like, the perfect I, I mean, Yeah. And, uh, and I'm grateful. I've been watching a lot of the Avengers movies lately because Ainsley loves them. And, uh, but like minimum is two and a half hours on those, you know, that's the short one, you know? <laughs> um, so, I mean, end game is great. Trust me. Yeah. It's hours. just four days long. So I know I got older. <laughs> I got older watching it. Well, it's yeah, true. we all kind of did, <laughs> but so did Captain America. So, you know, that's true. Although the more I've watched those and the amount of times Captain America have to, has to give a pep talk to everyone, I think it's comical now. Don't you think so? Fair. You said fair? Fair. <laughs> uh, I mean... I mean, it's, it, sounds, it just sounds goofy. Like, I, I'm waiting for this to be like 
a little two minute joke online, um, mainly because I've seen it parodied so many times. I think mm -hmm. that's what it is. So every time he gives one, he gets all the Avengers together and gives them a pep talk on what they're supposed to do. <laughs> so Dave, next episode, you have to give us your Avengers-esque pep talk. Are you ready for this? This is what you've write. done to yourself. I need to write it. You uh, do. I can't come up with that. You do. Spot. You do. But <laughs> just make it entertaining. Include lines like, if you die, try and keep up. <laughs> like those, that's like a line that he says. Yeah, if you die, walk it off. Oh, if you die, walk it off. Sorry, walk it yeah. off. Thank you. I misquoted that. Walk it off. Thank you. Okay. Oh, okay. man. So here's, a, so here's another right. fall book, and, uh, or autumn book, rather. And it is a graphic novel. Because how can I not include something like this to get you guys going, <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Dave. I just took a nap. What, what were you talking about? Uh, so Batman, The Long Halloween. It is a, uh, it was a 13-part miniseries that took place. Each, each issue was um, taking place in a specific month. And so it went from Halloween to Halloween. And um, and it's a murder mystery, and it's it's great it's great stuff. Okay, so, so it's been awkward. out for it came out like twenty five years ago, kind of thing. So okay. it is it is considered one of the the modern classics, um, and was part of the inspiration and um, is alleged to be part of the inspiration for the upcoming The Batman film. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's got to come from somewhere, I suppose. So there you go. I mean, that's how they'll keep generating content. You get to test it out with the fans and develop the own world there, right? That's right. Oh, okay. That's right. Uh, All right. Side, complete side note, not a fall uh, book, but um, I'm in the middle of watching on Disney Plus the Imagineering story. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, about the Imagineers who create, you know, the Disney parks mm. and everything. It is fascinating. So fun. It's a nice break in, from just like watching something that's traditional. But man, so good. You mean like There's, the Mandalorian? I'm excited about season two. <laughs> I love Mandalorian. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you not like it? No, I liked it. Okay. All right. That was great. It's really good. <laughs> I can't tell if like you're making fun of me while you're saying. I mean, I'm always making fun of you, but that's, true. I mean, that's just yeah. kind of a given. <laughs> that Mandalorian is worth Disney Plus enough. Absolutely, that's why we got it. Navigate your way through all the Marvel movies and so on. So yes, yep. I'm with you there. Yeah. Okay. I have a couple uh, more before we go. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. I know we're going to end here in a few minutes. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Rocket Boys by Homer Hickam, better known as. October Sky, the movie. I mm. love that story. And yes, a lot of it's set during the fall. And uh, um, uh, so it's great. Yeah. Um, I finally picked up a copy at uh, McKay, uh, a nice, like, really good hardcover, um, original hardcover. So it's good. And then the last one I'll throw is, or throw out, is Wonder Boys by mm. uh, Michael Chabon. That is an excellent so choice. Fun. Excellent book, excellent movie. Yes. It's rare to have that combination. Yes. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed each of them. I laughed my way through both of them. And um, yeah, good casting in the movie to go with. Uh, yeah, pretty faithful. And the conversations too. I, It's hard to 
that's hard to adapt a good book. I mean, I feel for any screenwriter. That's why most of them get chastised once they screw it up. So this was a good one. So there you go. That reminds me, I know y'all hate this and judge me for it, but the Twilight series, if you're going to read it, this would be a good time of year to read it. Listen, it was great when I was 23. It I'm was, gonna do, it I'm was, gonna do my expense report now. Hold on. I never, <laughs> I never read expense. big, you know, unrealistic books, and I just tore through all of them. There you them go. Big. But did you laugh or did you like? No, you I really didn't laugh. Into, no? no, no, I was really into it. All right. <laughs> I, I fully, that's the weird thing. I fully bought in, and you know how I feel about those books. I don't um, buy in, but I, I did. Team um, vampire romance. Team so. Jacob. <laughs> team Edward. Who you got? Uh, I team. <laughs> Team Edward, I guess. I don't know. Isn't that his uh, name? Right? Yeah, those are the names. Um, okay. No, I'm for sure Team Edward because the Jacob imprinting on the daughter of what was her name, Bella, was super yes. weird. He's a wolf man. What yeah. a weird thing. I don't know why I like that. Um, but you know what I'm reading, maybe rereading, is A Wrinkle in Time, which is another Ooh. one classic. And I, I feel like I've read it before, but I think what I've done is half or almost read it a bunch of times and it's really good it it is read it a long time ago and then i read it with the girls a few years ago the movie is horrible Mm -hmm. um and the first book uh, is the best book in the whole series i've not read the other ones uh because i think people keep telling me that so or maybe i read the second one well it's forgettable uh i suppose Okay, but yeah, Scarlett, that's a really good one. That's a good fall mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that is good. I agree with you there. Yeah, oh, we were talking about rereading that the other day as a family, and I thought that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. That was good. All right. I like it. it. All right. Well, right, guys, these, these, this was these were good recommendations. This yeah, is good. This is a good useful. tight conversation. Yeah. Purposeful. Yeah. Purposeful. <laughs> Purposeful, tight, useful. There you go. Okay. <laughs> oh all right so before we go what are you guys reading right now scarlet i know you're neck deep in commentaries and deadlines and stuff so wrinkle in time and i have not gotten back to the three body problem yet but that is in progress all right okay um yeah uh i keep noticing people commenting since we were talking about three body problem and uh yeah, it's it's not for everyone. Is that a way of putting? That's a good way to put it. That is a good diplomatic I mean, way of describing it. I mean, I don't. I mean, Scarlett, I think you should read it all the way through just to have a conversation with your husband and as another way of getting him on the show. Um, this is <laughs> this is our. No, it's just you know it's it's complicated and I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know who I. I don't know who I would recommend it to. I think that's what I struggle with. Usually, books I've got a few people in mind. Right. Um, but I didn't have anything for this, so there you go. Um, I am reading Victor Frankel's *Man's Search for Meaning* right now, um, which uh, was recommended by uh, Nancy Lovell, an author friend of mine, and uh, you know she recommended a few months ago, and I thought, you know I just kind of put it on my reserve the library and uh you know it's uh, i mean it's really about you know him surviving concentration camp. have you read it aaron you're nodding i'm just an active listener you haven't okay well i mean it's about his time in concentration camps you know as uh, as a jew and but you know he's a uh psychiatrist 
you know, coming out of Austria. So this is post Freud, but so there's certainly, I mean, he's really, he writes it within the month after getting out of camp and he wow. spoke on this for years. I just had never read it. It was, I had never even been recommended to me until then. And uh, it's, I'm like three quarters away through it. And it's powerful. I'm getting into when you strip down all of your humanity, how do you value meaning? What is, what is, what, what, so for anyone who survived the Holocaust, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's powerful. And I've read a variety of books on it. It's not mm -hmm. about like getting to a ton of detail. It's more about that psychological experience and what it does to someone. So I'll report in more later, but yeah, it's not a party of a read, sorry, but it's, it's really interesting and important, I guess. So yeah, there you go. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I'll have to check that out. Um, so for me, I mentioned, uh, anxious people and, um, I'm probably going to start my next Longmire book and I'm going to also just for kicks read the justice doom war from the justice league series. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's doom it more. I love it. I love that's it. right. That's right. All right, guys. So we did it once again and we did it on time. So, uh, guys, thanks for hanging out. This was fun to talk autumn books. Happy and, autumn. Uh, happy autumn. autumn. Happy autumn. I, and by the way, I'm wearing my pullover. You know, it's pullover weather. It's comfortable it, pullover. Yeah. Is it? It's still 80 degrees outside. It is not. It's, well, I'm not walking outside. But every it's office is... in the morning. Or, yes, it's colder in the morning. I, I yes. had a coffee outside this morning, so it came in handy. There, there you go. You know, I did not fair. have a fire like this proverbial fire. That's right. And we avoided any dumpster fires today, too. So there we go. <laughs> Thank you. You're With that. With that, we'll see you guys later. <laughs>